Guys, welcome back to another episode of The Profit Roadmap here on the SA YouTube channel as well, producing some quarantine content. And I am joined today by Riley Potoshnik. And if that last name sounds familiar, it is because he is Jonathan's son. But we are talking to him today in his capacity as the owner of Rocket Thruster. It is a web development company for small businesses. So we were gonna sit down and talk to him today about some web development things, some mistakes people are making on their websites. Riley, thanks for sitting down with me, I appreciate it. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Yeah, so when we were workshopping this episode, we kinda, we settled on the headline, like mistakes that, that lawn care businesses are making on their website. And we're just gonna like dive right in what, okay. what are those mistakes that you're seeing people make? Yeah, so there are six of them that I primarily see a lot of lawn care websites make. Starting off, the main thing that I really see, and these aren't any in any particular order, but the main thing that I see is a lot of these lawn care websites don't utilize buttons or call to actions to really get their visitors to take a certain action. And this is really important because a lot of them focus on content but they provide this content and then the visitor doesn't know what to do next. So they never sign up or schedule a call or whatever it is they need to do. They never take that necessary action. And a really good place to look would be ClickFunnels. Now this isn't really related to lawn care or anything, but just their usage of buttons uh, could give you a pretty good idea of how they lay this stuff out and what's effective uh, when using it on your website. I should be able to, like looking at your page without reading anything, I should be able to know what you want me to click on. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And all your buttons don't necessarily have to be like get a free quote or something like that. Really buttons are just there to make it as easy as possible for your visitor to navigate. Now having those free quote buttons or get on a call with us are important, but using buttons like see our pricing or see our services, just making it easy for your visitor to get around throughout the website is really the main goal here. Yeah. We never want yeah. them to be confused about what their next step is because that's a good jumping off point to worry about making this decision later. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really the main thing here. And the next thing that I really see and going along with helping that visitor take action is the lack of testimonial use on websites, testimonials are a really good way to uh, create that trust that you need to get someone to take the next action. And plus, when it comes to using testimonials, it helps separate the bargain hunting mindset of who has the cheapest prices to who do I trust more, who's been providing the highest quality services for the longest period of time. At the end of the day, you want to build trust so they're not comparing you um, based on pricing. And that's really the most important thing here. And it's not a difficult thing to do either. If you've been taking testimonials for a little while, uh, just go to your, wherever you accept those testimonials, Google My Business, Yelp, uh, wherever it is, just copy and paste them on your website. And that's really all you need to do. It's, uh, it's not very difficult to implement this strategy into your website. It's really just a copy and paste job. Of course, you wanna make it look nice, but you don't really need to do anything super complicated here. Yeah, and it, the, the point that you bring up there, that it is shifting the, the leads paradigm 
from I'm just looking for the cheapest person that will do this job to, oh, well, now they've introduced the idea that like, oh, maybe I can't trust any and all of these yeah. lawn companies just because they have pricing. Like, yeah. Yeah. This yeah, person does a great job. Someone else may do a terrible job. Yeah. And people at the end of the day make decisions based on what other people have to say, not necessarily what the business owner has to say about their own business. Yeah. And pulling in those testimonials really helps people see what other people have experienced when they've tried your business for the first time. And that's really what you're going for here. You're wanting to show off what other people have experienced. And a really good way to think about this would be if you were looking for a lawn care service or whatever service you were looking for, would you pick the business that has no reviews or poor reviews? Or would you go with the business who has really great reviews, but they may be a bit more expensive? Uh, that, that's kind of trade-off here. Would you be willing to spend less money for an uncertain business? You don't know how they're going to or what the quality of their work is, or would you pay more for a really well-rated business that you know they're going to do, do a good job? And that's really what we're going for. And the next one here is more on the point of driving people into your website. Not a lot of businesses really think in terms of how do I get people to the website? How does Google know that my website is addressing this certain topic? And really the main thing here is focusing on keywords. Now, this requires some form of knowledge of how SEO works or search engine optimization. Uh, but once you have some basic understanding of how all that stuff works, you can begin to do yourself uh, the keyword optimization that you're looking to do on your website so you start showing up in front of potential customers. So let's say you were a lawn care company and just based on where I'm located, a lawn care company in Fairview, Texas. If you wanted to show up for, com uh, for customers or potential customers in the area, an example of a keyword or key phrase that you would use is lawn care in Fairview, Texas. That tells Google that, hey, you are a lawn care company and you service in Fairview, Texas. That's a really easy way of doing it. Now, if you want to use those keywords, uh, what you may end up see happening is you end up getting thrown into the bucket of everybody targeting lawn care. And there are probably millions of websites all targeting a keyword of lawn care, and then you get buried and never be seen again. And that's really where it comes in handy to narrow yourself down into a niche, so to say, uh, where you're only wanting to show up for Fairview, Texas, or Allen, Texas, or wherever you're located, whatever city you're in, that's kind of how you narrow it down. Yeah. So... Do you think that SEO is something that business owners should try to take on themselves or because that seems like the first thing in my mind that's like, eh, that's kind of like approaching expert knowledge. I want to hand mm -hmm. this off to, to an expert. Yeah. Yeah. And in some cases, it would be better to hand it off to someone who knows what they're, do what they're doing. But in the case of just taking your website and just doing some of the, the front end stuff, like just changing up your copy to include uh, lawn care and let's say Fairview, Texas, just changing that up, that doesn't take anything more than just some basic copywriting skills. Now, mm -hmm. you wanna make sure that you're just not randomly throwing in that key phrase where uh, there's something called keyword stuffing where 
Google starts to crack down on people who just place lawn care in Fairview, Texas, a hundred different times on their website, and it makes absolutely no sense at all. And that's where you run into issues. But if you can just strategically place that lawn care in Fairview, Texas key phrase in your text a number of times where it makes sense, uh, then you can really start to see the benefits without hiring someone to do it yeah. for you. Now, with that said, there are more complicated things you can do that go into the uh, the process of Google ranking your website, but that's just something you can easily do right off the start. You don't necessarily need to hire anybody. So that's really when it when it comes to SEO, that's what you can get started on doing on your own. If you want to do some research yourself, there's a tool that Google has called the uh, Keyword Planner, and this helps you uh, research keywords and see what people are most likely or what people are searching for the most on Google. Uh, now, I believe you have to have an active ads account, but other than that, it's a free tool. You don't have to be doing anything. You can just do your own research um, and figure out what keywords would best help your business when it comes to showing up for something. Uh, once again, using the example, lawn care in Fairview, Texas. Yeah. We'll put uh, a link to the keyword planner in the show notes and in the video description. Uh, and making an ads account is completely free. You don't have to run any ads campaigns to set up that account. So getting into the keyword planner is completely free. Yeah. Yeah, I think what I've seen most people do is they start an ad and they immediately pause it so they don't spend anything. And that just satisf satisfies Google so they can get started in searching those keywords. So. The next thing in going right along with the keywords or SEO side of things is keeping your website updated. A lot of these lawn care websites build their website and they never touch it again. And when it comes to Google getting into more of the uh, complex side of how they figure out which websites they should rank number one on the search list, they're wanting to see how often people come back to your website and how long they stay on it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not updating your website or it's out of date or there's nothing new for them to come back and look at, then that's, that stat or that ranking piece that Google uses is really going to take a hit. And Google's not really going to look at your website as a helpful piece of content. Now, I don't know how much of an effect this plays into your overall SEO, but it de definitely does have some form of effect um, in terms of long-term ranking. Uh, and really the easiest way to get into this is just right now, if you haven't updated your website, go in, log in, and just change up some text, update it, uh, change some imagery. Things like this will help tell Google that you are making a continuous effort to keep it up to date. And that's really what Google is looking for here. At the end of the day, they're in the game of providing the most helpful content first. And if you're keeping it updated, that lets Google, Google know that uh, you're going to be helping them achieve their goal of providing the best content. Beyond that, one other thing you could do, which plays a huge role in your ranking, would be just starting a blog. Uh, and this is a good way to really not only show Google that you're putting out helpful pieces of content on a regular basis, but this could also be used in pulling in new people that could be good customers for your business. Um, but I will say, though, 
total disclosure, most people may not be a person who wants to write a long blog post, and that's totally fine. If you don't want to do any writing, you could hire someone, like a freelancer, just to do some of your blog posts for you. Or if you don't want to spend any money, what you could do, just record some videos, and you could transcribe them. Now, some transcription services aren't exactly the best, where you may need to go in there and change some of the uh, transcription they did. But beyond that, it should simplify the process of just getting some content out there. And that's really the main goal here. Just get something out there to not only drive people in, but to show Google that you're making an effort and providing great content. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to transcription, one thing that you could do would be Rev.com. They have a very good transcription service. And I think it's only about a dollar twenty-five a minute. You may need to check that or maybe we'll put something in the description or something. Um, but that's a really helpful software to help get this thing off the ground where you are putting out new content. Yeah. The other thing to keep in mind about blogs or if you're like rehosting a video on your website is that that's a great place to send paid ad traffic through because that's probably going to be a lot more engaging for someone who's seeing an ad for your company to go read something where you're explaining something, they can like really obviously see the value there versus like just dumping them on your homepage that if it's set up correctly, probably has a request to quote button uh, right at the top. And that's the CTA. That's a little less like that doesn't show them value from you uh, as much as teaching them something. Yeah. And now that you say that it brings up a good example of the book, I think, at the Service Autopilot Conference, there was, uh, what was his name? But it was the They Ask You Answer author, um, where it was all about putting out content first and providing value. Uh, because like I was saying, the blog posts help drive people into your business. Mm -hmm. And people really appreciate when a business is helping them first and not immediately asking for their credit card. So putting out these blog posts to help them get their questions answered is a very good way to establish trust and to begin driving in new visitors, which also leads, because you're helping them out, may end up uh, leading to a higher value customer because you've established some form of connection with them before immediately asking for a sale. Yeah, absolutely. One other thing before we get on to my last point here would be contact information and just making it easy for your visitor to be able to contact you is something very important. At the end of the day, they have to contact you to schedule a service. So making it really easy for them to pick up the phone and give you a call or to send you a message is incredibly important. Now, there are a number of ways you could do this. The most common way that I see it being done is having your phone number at the top right corner of your website. So no matter where they are on your website, they immediately see that phone number and they can just give it a call whenever. But nowadays it feels like people would prefer to message you rather than call you. I don't exactly know why that would be, but maybe playing with the idea of having a textable number where someone could just send you a text to get the ball rolling would be an idea. Mm -hmm. um, but a few other common things are a contact page, uh, giving people maybe your email, your phone number, and then a contact form for them just to shoot you an email. Those are really common ways of making it easy for your visitor to contact you. And this is probably one of the more important things on this list because you want people to be able to contact you whenever or wherever they are on your website. Um, 
and just making it easy for them to find that phone number uh, is super important. Yeah. So the last thing that I have, and I would hope most people uh, when it comes to their lawn care website are doing this, but having a website that works on your phone is incredibly important. I'm pretty certain about this, but back in 2015, I think Google launched something where if your website wasn't mobile friendly, they would be penalizing it. And nowadays, I'm pretty certain that's true just because everybody is on their phone. I think it was around 60% of all Google, Google searches are gone through some form of mobile device. Uh, so now more than ever, you have to have a website that works on your phone just as well as on a desktop or a computer. Um, and if you have a, if you have someone that is maintaining your website, like a web designer or someone, this is not an incredibly difficult thing to do if they know what they're doing. It just may take a little bit of time depending on the size of your website. Um, but this is definitely something of all the things on this list here, it's probably the first thing that I would get done just because everybody is on their phone now and you want to make sure that you're not missing out on business from people coming from their phone and end up not working at all or your website not working. So one thing just for you to check to make sure this is true that your website works, I would highly recommend pulling out your phone right now, going to your website and asking yourself, am I having to pinch and zoom to read the text on my website? If that's the case, if you're having to pinch and zoom to read, I would highly recommend either going to a tool called the Mobile Friendly Test. This is a tool by Google, uh, which scans your website, lets you know if your website is mobile friendly or not. If it isn't, get on that. I would, that's like I said, this is probably the first thing that I would recommend you do. If it is, awesome. That is definitely helping your SEO score now and going on in the future. Absolutely. Well, Riley, if, if someone wants to find Rocket Thruster online, where, where do they find you? You could find me at rocketthruster.com. Sweet. Yeah, we will have a link to Rocket down in the description. Uh, if you want to chat with Riley about what needs to be done with your website. Riley, thanks so much for taking time out of your quarantine to, uh, to talk with us. <laughs> Yeah. And for uh, getting us the, the sweet Star Wars mural in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For people listening, there is an amazing full wall mural of Boba Fett's ship behind Riley right now, and it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and thanks for having me, Cody. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, we'll talk to you later. Yep. See ya. The music in this episode of The Prophet Road Mac was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff, Incompetech.com.